Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. Who love hockey. <laughs> we love hockey. We love hockey. <laughs> it's the greatest hockey, game in hockey, the land. the greatest game in the land. <laughs> <laughs> I bet when we teased this episode last week, you didn't think it was going to be about the sports. <laughs> you guys had no idea. You guys, you guys, you guys, you have no idea. <laughs> None. What? You have no idea what's about to happen to you in this episode. We have brought you some crazy shit in the last almost three years. But whoa, baby. You have no idea what's coming. You know... I think we do a lot of, like, hop-on journalism where we hear ATV talk about something and then we talk about it, but this episode here is service journalism. We are bringing this to the people. We are bringing this to you. We are going to change the world with what we have learned. That's a real build-up, <laughs> Could we be onto something? Could we be right? <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, no. Kelsey, you were the one who brought this to us, so it would be my honor to give you the opportunity to tell us what we are talking about this week. So, one day, <laughs> I was watching Shit's Creek, and I went on a little IMDb adventure, as you will, and I was clicking around, going through the rabbit hole, and... I was on Noah Reed's um, IMDb bio, and I scrolled, and I scrolled, scrolled a little bit more, and buried in there was this little-known <laughs> movie called Score, a Hockey Musical. And I just want to pause right there. <laughs> Score, a Hockey Musical. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I triggered all of the appropriate red alert alarms. We followed protocol well. <laughs> and <laughs> the emergency management system was yeah, implemented. It was. <laughs> um, the internet actually delighted us because we found this movie available for free on YouTube. Highly recommend yep. everyone seek it out. Yeah, if you um, have not had the great joy of seeing this, 
it might be worth your time to pause this episode right now. Yeah. Go on YouTube and take the hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. To do watch it. this movie. <laughs> because I do think there is something about watching it <laughs> with no idea of what's about to happen to you. <laughs> Honestly, like, watching this movie for the first time, it was extremely similar to the first time I watched Mamma Mia. Yes. Like, yes, I think we watched it together. We'd had a little bit of wine we did. or something. My husband was there, too, and he was not ready. <laughs> yeah. Your sweet, innocent husband had no idea. <laughs> He's a patient man. <laughs> yeah, and then this just happened. We were supposed to take notes because the the night that we watched this together, we were I was at Kelsey's house and we were either planning to record while I was there or like as soon as I got home. So this was intended to be like research. This was one of our failed content production times over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why anyone thinks we're gonna like hang out in a room together and get content done. Um but <laughs> As I remember it, Kelsey had her notebook on her lap, and I don't think I took a single breath the entire no. time we watched it. I was inconsolable. Yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't do anything. <laughs> Not a single thing. <laughs> and it, it just—it all happened so fast, and that it keeps happening to you. Yeah, it escalates and just, For like, like, two hours, yeah. it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God. And I tell you, watching it a second time was a fucking joy. It really was. <laughs> Sometimes when you have things like this that elicit that kind of, like, completely breathless first response where it's just, like, so fucking funny completely lose it on the second go because some of the shock value is gone. Yeah. I think what's different about Score, a hockey musical, <laughs> is, that, is that, you know how, like, in our first episode of this podcast, we talked about the definition of hate watch and how it has to include some amount of just, like, pure delight? Yes. This film is just, like, a ray of really bizarre sunshine. <laughs> it's also, like, so dense that there are yes. things you'll discover every time you watch it. Every single time. And not dense in the way that, like, elitist films are dense, Yes. Like, there's not any meaning here. There's just a lot of words. No. <laughs> In fact, one review that I read of it specifically said that it was shallow. <laughs> See if I can find it again. I have a lot of material pulled up right now. <laughs> I just pictured in my head <laughs> them adding the shallow song to this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh my god. 
god. I wouldn't be bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just... Mm-hmm. The other thing I love about it is that it's all it's all in the name somehow. It's all there. Score. A hockey musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's talk about Score, a hockey musical, now that we've spent 17 minutes giggling about it. <laughs> so can, before we really dive in... I just want to note right off the top, the first thing you see in this movie is a title card that says score, noun, and the (laughs) definition of a score. (laughs) (laughs) And then it proceeds to a montage... (laughs) Of old-timey hockey footage and an operatic version of O Canada. That's the only version of O Canada, Kirsty. It is not. I sang a different arrangement once in chorus. <laughs> the only arrangement I've ever heard. At a choral competition. Okay. Did you win, though? We extremely did not. <laughs> It's because you did it wrong. We did it so wrong. Uh, Although, in fairness, that arrangement was the one that all the choruses had to sing together. There was, like, I don't know why, but there was just, like, this weird moment where everybody had to sing together, even though it was, like, a competition. It was weird. (laughs) I still don't know why we were there. It was not. Was it to go against the the inherent competitiveness in choral competitions? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! This fucking holy shit! Okay, boy. Okay, what's what happens after O Canada? (laughs) Oh dear lord! You're gonna ask me to recap? (sighs) I can. Do you want me to do it? I can take the first bit, and then I'm going to need to pass off. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, After O Canada, there's a pickup, um, not street hockey game, but outdoor rink game. And I saw it described in an IMDb review (laughs) as shinny, I think. (laughs) We just used the Google and learned what that meant. (laughs) Shinny. Shiny, shin, 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 shin. There's only two ways you can use an eye vowel, right? I don't know. You're the one who's taught English. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so we're we're playing shinny. Yeah. And with the rink rats. With the rink rats. <laughs> and we meet Farley Gordon. Which is surely going to be the name of my next dog. And uh, we learn he has some mild skills with the hockey. And is that when we meet his friend right after that? Right after that. Before we move on to his friend, I think it's of note that the rink rat folks are actually the bare naked ladies. And they wrote that song. (laughs) That song we opened with. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) 
Are you, you fucking with me? <laughs> There's a press release about it. I didn't read that far into it. <laughs> the, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh yeah, they're naked ladies, what do you know? <laughs> the, song, the first song at the movie is called <laughs> Daryl versus the Kid, and it was written by the Bare Naked Ladies, <laughs> and then they had a cameo in that scene. Holy shit. This movie is a gift. <laughs> that song also includes the line, Are we supposed to believe that baloney, you'd be lucky to drive a Zamboni? <laughs> The lyricism in this movie is just top-notch. Five okay. stars. I can't believe you didn't know that. I thought I sent you the press release. You may have, but I've gotten so much material about this movie. Oh, baby. Okay, so yeah. then we meet his friend. We meet his friend. She looks like um, Emma Stone Light. Mm-hmm. And... We learn they're both, quote, homeschooled weirdos. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> fair. And they both have secret crushes on each other. Yes. But they can't tell each other about them because Farley at least thinks of Eve as his sister. Yeah. 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 That will be a recurring theme. That was another song, right? Yes. Well, there's like three different songs that reference the fact that she's his pseudo-sister. Sure, but like, so far we're on two scenes, two songs. Yeah, we're on the song The Density. The Density. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So then he talks to his parents because he decides he wants to play team sports. Is that what's happening? Yes. No. Yeah, he's been scouted at this, right? No, I think yeah, he talks been... about how he wants to play hockey, and they sing about how too much hockey is not good for the head. <laughs> it's been said before, you're free to walk out the door, and then there's a line I didn't catch, but it, the rhyming line is, too much hockey is bad for the head. Yeah. Followed by, he's about to go outside, and the mom sings... It's colder than Venus. The cold will go straight to your... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that gets cut off by the dad. Yeah. So the parents also sing a lot. This is a whole thing. That's the song titled... Frozen Toe. Oh my. Then he go. gets scouted when he goes out again. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he gets scouted for a juniors team, basically, and yep. we learn that his parents don't believe in team competition at some point, too. I wrote that down. And yep. he has a whole, like, complex about whether he's going to do team sports or not, because he just doesn't really like competition. <laughs> <laughs> or violence. And everyone he's knows that hockey's not art. <laughs> No. So, he gets scouted, and then you find out through the song Hugs, I think, that 
he volunteers at an art museum with Eve. And so we go to the art museum and he tells Eve that he's going to try organized hockey. Yeah. And she says, team sports? Really? (laughs) (laughs) And then they sing a song about whether or not he should join hockey while running through an art museum. And he says, he sings, but everyone knows the heart is not art. And she says, sings, eventually we all have to cut the umbilical cord. And he (laughs) sings, so you think I should join, I should give it a shot. (laughs) It's poetic. (laughs) And so... (laughs) So then he goes to the hockey practice... And he just, like, shows up in the locker room, and the coach um, doesn't know why he's there, because he's, like, a soft boy. Yeah. And the coach says things to him, like, I don't care if it's the ass end of a prize buck. So that way you know what kind of Canadian you're dealing with here. Yeah. Um, Then... There's a song between him, the coach, and some other rando, who I still don't know who this guy's supposed to be. Um, he's only in, like, two scenes. But the coach sings things like, Hallmark, I'm sure, would be so proud to hear those sentiments said out loud, but a well-placed fart would, like, blow you to the ground or something like that. <laughs> Wait, I have the lyrics to that song somewhere. Please hold. Is this the same song that says you'll never survive, so just become a fan? Yes, that's the one. That was a sick burn. That is a sick burn. Farley says, I've always been taught to see things through to my heart always be true. And Coach says, Hallmark, I'm sure, would be so proud to hear you voice their sentiments out loud, but a well-placed fart could knock you down. (laughs) If the moose meant to harm you, you'd be in a hospital gown. This is the toughest league in the land. You'll never survive, so become a fan. (laughs) And then, I just want to read you the entire song, but Farley says, just because I still have my front teeth, don't assume that I can't compete. (laughs) (laughs) Though I might not come with a hockey pedigree, why can't I still dream of being the next Crosby? And then... Coach sings, you've never played the game, no one even knows your name. Hockey legends can't happen overnight. It takes a bunch of years and a bucket full of tears and to put you in the game is suicide. I just love it so much. It's so it's so good. It's so good. This was like the point in the movie where I like when I watched it for the first time, I was like, oh, oh, oh no. Oh no! Oh no! So much is there's no going back. <laughs> no. Um. So then Farley joins the practice, and the coach starts like making all the guys like do things to like beat him up, and he's like pretty agile and like good at scoring the goals, and so they get their like biggest meanest guy, and he like knocks him over, and then the coach is like, "See, uh, he's he can't do hockey." Um, but then the guy who scouted him is like, no, you have to keep him on the team. Um, there is a moment that I don't want to miss where Farley says, sir, you ever have those epiphany moments where everything starts to make sense? (laughs) 
And then a, a conversation ensues, and Farley says, but honestly, I believe organized hockey may fill that hole. <laughs> That's what she said. And you know what? Whatever hole it was that Farley Gordon was referring to, score a hockey musical fills the same one for me. the next day we go to the game we go to the game and farley's on the team at the game and the team spills out onto the ice and everybody in the crowd is yelling at which point we are introduced to nelly Furtado, yep. <laughs> has a cameo in the stands playing this movie's equivalent of the tits out in the coliseum lady <laughs> from spartacus yeah but she's also got, like, fifth billing on every piece of material for this movie. <laughs> it's hilarious. She's credited as ardent fan. Ardent fan. <laughs> you gotta love it. You gotta love it. So she's tits out in the Coliseum for violence because yep. she just wants the hockey guys to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Farley is watching the team basically goes out and immediately pairs up and they all just start punching each other and Farley's like oh no why is everyone yeah synchronized he's like why is everyone fighting <laughs> and <laughs> I'm gonna hand it back to you because this is your moment <laughs> and they, they say the greatest line in the history of film <laughs> Hockey without fighting is like craft dinner without the cheese. <laughs> and then they break out into a song titled Craft Dinner. <laughs> Which is all about why the violence in hockey is good. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's just like, sh- yeah. What a great line. It's, a, it's, um, it's iconic. So, the, he says, hockey without violence is like craft dinner without cheese. It's still pasta, but the palate does not please. <laughs> so true. And then his... His parents, <laughs> his parents are in the stand, and it's their first ever organized hockey slash sports game, <laughs> and they're singing, and one of them sings, haven't seen this much gore since an off-Broadway performance of Macbeth, and someone else <laughs> sings, on the ice, the rules of society don't apply. <laughs> Like, I need to know everything about the place the person who wrote these lyrics was in. (laughs) The only thing I want in life right now is to take, like, two days of PTO and just transcribe all of the lyrics, because there's only (laughs) two 
two songs that have lyrics online, and it's such an incredible injustice. <laughs> it really is. It's so fucking funny. Okay, Yikes. so he like gets a a goal in like two minutes or something, and he's the fastest rookie to score a something in time in a game. It's some record. He ends up scoring four goals and two assists in one game, which makes me think that the other team sucks. Yeah. It's just that he's a prodigy. Sure, sure, sure. So then there's, like, hockey TV at this junior league game, and they try to interview him, and he's, like, completely baffled by it. But now he's, like, a star. And there's, like, some, like, professional hockey guy on a treadmill who sees the thing and he's like we gotta scout this guy yeah because he did a goal one time he did he did the goal he did the goal i just had the thought occur to me that this is like canada's version of friday night lights oh my god you're not wrong um Oh, shit, I have a note to go back and get this incredible monologue that a character named Moose delivers in the locker room. It is incredible. It is incredible. If I can get my shit together in the next, like, week, we'll put it on Twitter, because it is, it's just, like, chef kiss. Yes, it's so good. It's unbelievable. Um, the, (laughs) my favorite quote from the scene where the, uh, professional hockey guy discovers him on television is he's on the phone with I don't know, a talent scout or something, um, saying that they need to find out everything they can about Farley Gordon. And he says, we pride ourselves on knowing more than God about hockey talent in Canada. Get on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's very, like, Hallmark Channel business talk. (laughs) Yes. Um... So then we find out that his love interest slash sister slash homeschool friend um, plays the cello or something and has a music instructor who is, like, weirdly in love with her. Yeah. And that he will be the foil to the love plot of this film. Yes. Um... And then, at the same time that she's getting chummy with her music instructor... Farley is becoming friends with the team, and yes. they have boy hijinks. Um, <laughs> I wrote down, wow, it feels great baboons. to have boyfriends, and I don't know if that's a lyric or just my opinion at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lyric! <laughs> okay, that's the final line of the song, Baboons! <laughs> There's also a line in that song. I can't. I can't. Oh my god. There's also a line in that song where he's on the bus with his parents and they're singing about how concerned they are. This is, I titled this in my notes as Concerned Parent Song Part (laughs) 2. And. His parents are are complaining about his hockey, and he sings to them, I'm just trying to figure out hockey, the equation. (laughs) And they repeat in song, hockey, the equation. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so then it feels great to have boyfriends, um, and he's getting, like, more and more famous, um, and then he, like, is late for a practice or something? Or no, not yet. First we have the hockey meditation song. Yeah. And in this song, he, like, leads a meditation with his hockey friends about how to be good at hockey. Well, this is because he turtles in the game, right? I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> oh, no. At their, <laughs> I think it's at their next game, or it's the game that they were they had. There's someone comes up and challenges him to a fight. Oh, not just... yet, not yet. We're not there yet. Really? Yeah. Then why is we're he still talking in about the pacifism That's already. the decline. We're not there yet. Okay. Because, so, because here's how it goes in... Oh, I missed a quote. Um, but because we're in the build-up right now of Farley Gordon's, like, character arc. So he's becoming, like, more and more famous. And so the way it's written in my notes is I have, like... This quote, which I'll read. And then the boys will be boys montage, which is the song Baboons. Yeah. And then it says, hockey is air, hockey is water, hockey is life, which is a banner that they have in the back of their ice rink. They sure do. And then it says, weird hockey meditation. And then there's a quote that says, oh, just a little bit of metaphysics I picked up when my family was staying in a blah, blah, blah in India. Oh, my God. Um, and then he has his branding meeting where they yeah. talk about all of the various ways he can, like, sell his brand. Yeah. And his branding guy says, it's the gravy train of life ladle up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I missed that one. Anyway, there are quite a few more notes before we get to the turtle moment, so just hang tight. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I have limited notes, I if you, you can't girl. tell. <laughs> I have, like, four pages of notes in two columns of a table. Jesus. Um, so he, like, misses a practice for whatever reason, and the coach sings a song and where he says the line, Listen, you dinosaur, there's no I in team. And someone else says, What's the real issue, coach? What's making you scream? And the coach says, I don't care if he can say his name back, or say his name backwards in the snow with P. He missed practice, and I question his sanity. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to the hockey meditation song, okay. where the lyrics go. Could this... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> to compose myself. Oh, no. Could this really be happening to me. I'm becoming part of a larger entity. Though I never had any <laughs> though I never had any interest in male bonding <laughs> to my teammates, I've definitely responded. <laughs> and then the song the song continues. The embrace of the team started to become a second family, but way more fun. It's amazing the things you can do with a loaded gun. And that last line is sung over a shot of him and the entire team peeing the name of the team in snow in bubble letters. I just want to 
point out that last week we were criticizing Chris Columbus for being juvenile. on these bus trips. Whatever happened to reading Aristotle? <laughs> and then later in the song, this is how we get to the line you wrote down. Okay. Harley sings, when I'm happy, I start to cry. Does this mean I'm one of the guys? And the guys all sing, we all agree you're definitely not lame. And then Farley <laughs> declares, wow, it feels great to have boyfriends. <laughs> This is like the most homoerotic movie of our time. <laughs> okay. So so that all happens. It all happens. And then oh my god. So then uh Eve goes on a skating date with her music instructor and he's like a figure skater. Which yeah. is of note. We're going to come back to it. Yeah. <laughs> and Farley sees them skating, and he's, like, very mad about it. And um, they have, like, a whole angry chat where Eve says, you're never going to get me to admit that I have a thing from Marco. He's not my type. <laughs> and then Farley's, like, character arc continues where he becomes super famous and he gets an underwear ad. And Eve yeah. and his parents are, like, all bummed out because he's not who he used to be. And it's, like, a whole thing. Um, so then he's at a, a game. We're at a game now. Yeah. And this huge fight breaks out, similar to the craft dinner fight. Yeah. And <clears throat> an opponent looks at Farley, comes at him, and Farley curls up in the fetal position on the ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the turtle <laughs> This is the turtling. Yeah. And wow, it's going to escalate from here. <laughs> yeah. So after this happens, they have, like, a big chat in the locker room. Because... Can I read the, the exchange that opens this chat? Yes. Farley says, can I have the floor? And the coach goes, excuse me? And Farley says... Can I have the floor? I'd like to defend my pacifism. (laughs) (laughs) And then he sings a song that includes the lyrics, How do fisticuffs relate to being a man? (laughs) (laughs) The opening line... Of this song, is, or one of the opening lines is, please excuse me for asking, for not seeing the light, but what's so wrong about not wanting to fight? <laughs> is this the same song where they're, it, um... It is. The word isn't coming to me. Their, their fighter guy, who's, like, the big yeah. guy on the team, 
has a talk with him. I think it is during the scene, or it's directly following yes. it. Yes. About how he can't defend him if he's not going to defend himself. Yes. And <laughs> I have some of the lyrics to that section. It's, like, truly an incredible song. <laughs> it's, 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 I labeled it as the best locker room song of the film. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. There's some it's great choreography. Banger. Yeah. <laughs> so much choreography. It, it slaps. It slaps. <laughs> it's the slap. <laughs> it fucking slaps. <laughs> Tom, no. <laughs> so, some other lyrics. <laughs> this episode is going to be unlistenable. <laughs> For some reason, the phrase that something slaps is the funniest thing to me, no matter what. Let's <laughs> just escalate. <laughs> like, I can't handle it. <sighs> I always, I don't know why, but it always makes me think of flaccid penises. <laughs> of what? <laughs> I win games by kicking asses. So stop bending over and behave like a man. And Farley says, Boys, if I wanted to fight, I'd join the MMA. But a hockey is the game I love to play. Which is an inherently wrong <laughs> argument because you also chose a sport that has fighting in it. Oh. <laughs> The, the craft dinner and whatnot. Yeah. Well, and then Farley. Farley sings. Farley. Farley sings. <laughs> Why does an anti-violent stance make me less of a man? In fact, the last time my doctor checked, my testosterone was up to spec. 
And then the big hockey guy sings. No one's expecting you to punch out someone's lights. Just take a few swings and you'll be all right. Until then, we have to take a stand. You won't be part of this band. <laughs> it's so good. <sighs> they do a lot of, like, synchronized stomping. <sighs> it's just great. Yep. The chorus of this song is brothers, brothers, telling war stories till we're 103. Yep. Yeah. But with, like, like, haka stomping. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's truly great. Okay, so that... That was a banger. <laughs> it's the slap. <laughs> no, we're not using that word. <laughs> You're never gonna be able to hear that again. <laughs> I was barely mature enough for it to begin with. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now Farley's whole career is like in the shitter. Um, yeah. Because he didn't fight the one time. Yeah. Which now begins a, a series of like seven songs where Farley's having an emotional breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The songs include t the titles Ordinary Boy, Boy in the Bubble, Dead and Done. Yeah. Like, yikes. Yikes. Um, and he and Eve have multiple fights. He and his parents have multiple fights. Farley says at one point, like, it's me or my parents. Clearly one of us is not seeing the light. They see a lot of light in a song, yeah. in a movie about hockey. <clears throat> yeah. Um... Farley has an emotional meltdown song about Eve being in love with her band teacher. He, where he says... Go ahead. You go. No, you were going to say what I was going to say. Okay. <clears throat> life was simple, life was easy. Seeing her with Marco makes me queasy. <laughs> Wait, that was different. Uh, there's, like, five songs that all happen basically simultaneously. He thinks he sees her um, making out with him, but really he's, like, mildly oh, yeah. sexually assaulting her. and <laughs> Just a wee bit, yeah. Just a little bit. And then he, like, confronts her about it, and he sings Why Did I Catch You Playing Tonsil Hockey Instead of Cello. <laughs> yes. And then he sings, Eve, I was there. I saw what I saw. The passion was real. The passion was raw. <laughs> was it? Was it? <laughs> and she sings, what does it matter to you anyway? What? What do you want me to say? I won't defend myself or my reputation. If you're calling me a liar, I'm ending this conversation. <laughs> and Farley sings, if that's how it's going to be, I have nothing to add to your hypocrisy. And she sings, Farley, I don't understand who you've become. The boy I once knew is dead and done. And then repeats that line three times. This movie throughout is so close to being just spoken word poetry. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Um, I missed this somewhere in one of his breakdown songs, but there is a line that goes, honestly, Farley, time to get your ass out of your head. 
<laughs> Is this when he, like, cont- continues to be a pacifist? Somewhere, yeah. Yeah. So now he's deep into his emotional breakdown. He's on the ice. They're playing a game. And games have been increasingly worse for him because his team won't back him up. Yeah. And uh, he's losing his shit because another player is giving him a hard time. So he sings, hey, buddy, back off, leave me alone. And the other player sings, what are you going to do about it? Write a poem. (laughs) At which point, Farley punches him. He does. We get the cheese. We get the cheese, although it's kind of pathetic. It's super pathetic. Um, And then Farley sings, Who is this person? This person is in such a rage. I've become a stranger to myself on this stage. It's no excuse. I know that for sure. Being one of the boys has had its... Blank. This is why I need to transcribe. (laughs) It's clear that I've lost myself in this game. This person before me has Farley Gordon in only the name. So deep. These cheers are hollow. They are in vain. Oh my god. <laughs> they take this so seriously. It's it's like it's we're literally talking about like he punches one guy once. Right. And then he sings this song and goes into the locker room and throws his gear and quits the team. And then wanders the streets of like maybe Toronto for hours just yep. like singing to himself yes yes so then we get the big climactic moment right yeah we have well not yet wait it's the climactic moment the um once upon a december song oh no but we need to address that first Okay, then we have, like, three more songs. Jesus! He has an existential crisis song where he sings, Philosophy used to be jet fuel to my brain. Now reading a page is positively Herculean. (laughs) What? And he he also sings, How did I ever become so vain? Uh, Could modeling underwear be any more lame? (laughs) And then... He sings a song that I titled Farley Existential Crisis Song Part 2. Yeah. As hockey corrupted me in my very soul, it was always a game. It was never a life. Wow. And this is the Once Upon a December song. Yes. Where he's at the rink and he's by himself singing this song about hockey corrupting him. And then all of the ghosts of famous hockey players come down and provide him comfort. (laughs) Yeah. Who's the one... I should know this, but who's the one hockey player that's, like, the guy in this one? There is a hockey player, but he's... I don't think he's actually, like... Please hold. Because I thought he was, like, so famous in hockey. And that was the point. It is the father of hockey player Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> it's not even Wayne Gretzky? No. It's just his dad? It's his dad. <laughs> it looks like Okay, he, I have he to say that made me feel better because I had 
Oh, I had the name Wayne Gretzky in my head, but then I read Walter Gretzky somewhere, and I was like, oh, maybe Rain- Wayne Gretzky played a different sport or something, and I'm just dumb. Nope, nope, they just couldn't get a real... <laughs> they didn't get the guy... Player. <laughs> to get his no. dad <laughs> to the, play uh, the ghost of hockey past. Uh, according to Wikipedia, he's well known in his own right for his con- contributions to minor hockey in Canada. Okay. Well. Sure, sure, fine. sure, 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 Well, all these ghost hockey players are playing hockey on the ice in an inspirational manner. And Farley sings, could they be onto something? Could they be right? I'm starting to see this whole thing in a different light. Maybe, just maybe, it's a road to something that I didn't catch. (laughs) Search my soul to find a new way. Is how that song ends. They get, like, so close and they just... Can't can't get there. <laughs> nope. Oh, nope. So then Farley finds Eve and confesses his love. Yeah. To her. <laughs> and he sings the line, which is just Buck Wild. Oh no. Because we've known each other since infancy. Oh yeah. You've always seemed like a sister to me. Now I'm starting to see you in a more romantic light. <laughs> Bless you for writing this down. <laughs> and she responds in song. Farley, I've had a crush on you for ages. How did I miss that feeling? It's so obvious that you did. Now I understand. Oh, this is Farley now. How did I miss that feeling? It's just so obvious that you did. Now I understand just how Marco fits in. Oh my god. And she says, let's make one thing clear. I only like men who skate with a stick. (laughs) Wow. And he sings, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. You're everything I've ever wanted. And she sings, you're this girl's dream. Wow, 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 And he sings, wow, it's it's not even the end yet. He sings, there's just one more thing to add to this refrain. I've decided to play hockey again. (laughs) And they kiss. Score. Score. because he quit the team and they all feel betrayed about it. Yeah. And so there's Locker Room Song Part 2 where the big guy says when you quit we had a team meeting. (laughs) We channeled the spirit of Oprah in that room. The catharsis was awesome. (laughs) 
back onto the team and the team reminds him that if he doesn't fight they can't defend him and he's like nah nah it's cool yeah but as he's skating out onto the ice he sings i wish i could sing he sings (laughs) my name is Scarlett gordon and we're gonna play a clean game tonight (laughs) wait that's different than mine oh what do you have my name is Scarlett gordon and i don't like to fight (laughs) Yes, you're right. So he says that first. My name is Farley Gordon, and I don't like to fight. My name is Farley <laughs> Gordon, and we're going to play a clean game tonight. <laughs> it's beautiful, and also, no. <laughs> and then the big guy, like, skates up behind him, and he sings, Get Get off the ice unless you want to feel my wrath. Let him forge a new path. (laughs) And then Farley sings, It's okay, I can handle his misplaced aggression. Let's have an on-ice therapy session. (laughs) Farley, I don't think you're qualified for that, buddy. (laughs) No, Farley. You're You're homeschooled. (laughs) Sorry. You're homeschooled, Farley. No, I'm not sorry. I don't believe in homeschooling. <laughs> no, not at all. But I will say that this film has an opinion about homeschooling. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. film does. Yeah. Oh, and then Farley hugs the guy into submission. Yeah, that's how he wins the fight. Quote wins the fight. That's how he wins the fight. He, like, wraps him in a big hug, and then the guy gives up. And then and then they proceed to the finale of this film. <laughs> it's so which good. Which is the song The Greatest Game in the Land. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna drop the track in around here. Yeah, yeah. Please, please put the audio in here. Really, the only way to understand this film is to hear it. (laughs) I've had it stuck in my head for days. Like, if you've seen the end of the first High School Musical movie... Whatever that song is, that's like the ensemble song with sports. It's similar, but on ice and better. So much better. I have a hundred questions about the choreography that they chose for this song. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then they repeat the, my name is Farley Gordon. And I don't like to fight. Again, which is hilarious. It's incredible. Hockey. Then they just shout, hockey. hockey. The greatest hockey. game in the land. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> God, it's so good. Oh my God. It's fucking beautiful. It's, it's so... It's just gorgeous. <laughs> Oh boy, so that's one our line I missed. 
yeah. One line I missed that I just think is great. Yeah. Is, uh... <sighs> Marco... Farley at some point comes across Marco after Eve has turned him down. And okay. Marco is upset about it. And he says, Marco tried to kiss Eve, but she kiss in my face like a wine from a box. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Wow. Yikes. Um, there's also two more lines that come from the Eve and Marco subplot. Yep. <clears throat> Eve says, Marco, any reason you just French kissed me without getting your passport stamped first? <laughs> yes. And what? then she says, Marco, the real estate of my heart has already been stolen. He's more him than you'll ever be. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean? <laughs> Dear God. <clears throat> Could they be onto something? <laughs> Could they be right? Oh my God. <laughs> Um, the last thing that I just want to make sure we touch on, however briefly, yeah, is that Kelsey sent me a Schitt's Creek slash score a hockey musical fan fiction. I sure did, sure did. It is 7,000 words. I read every single one of them. <laughs> you, you did the Lord's work. I've been in all the work. <clears throat> And I just, I have to read one passage, and then I'll stop reading things to you guys. Okay. But it's, it's just, it's so good. So Farley has gone to Schitt's Creek to hang out with Patrick and David, and he's going through a crisis because he is having a hard time with Eve. They are not doing well dating long distance. And so Farley's been in a bad mood about it, and so Patrick is, like, trying to figure out why. Also in this fan fiction, Patrick and Farley are two different characters, and David spends the whole time being really upset that they look alike. <laughs> um, so it, it begins, I don't know, Farley said, distressed. I've known her since we were kids, so we're just really close, you know? No one knows me as well as she does. Patrick cleared his throat. Well, trust me when I say dating someone just because you've known them a long time and you're comfortable together is not a good idea. I wish I'd realized that sooner. But isn't that what a relationship is? Being comfortable with someone? <laughs> there was a long pause. David tried very hard not to make a sound. It should be more than that, Patrick said. It's not just about being comfortable. In fact, he said laughing under his breath. Sometimes David makes me very uncomfortable. He challenges me. I like that. Oh, Farley said. <laughs> so it's kind of like hockey. <laughs> Even though I don't always like the conflict inherent in competitive sports, <laughs> it's more rewarding if there's a real challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Can't. I physically cannot. 
guys, I don't know what you have going on in your life right now, but you have an hour and 40 minutes that you can set aside to watch this movie. And you owe it to yourself because it's so good. I love this movie. It's so good. (laughs) There are just infinite gifts that it has to give you. And I think the greatest (sighs) gift that it gave all of us, this is what I've told myself is now true, so I'm just going to spread some rumors to the world. Yeah. I'm convinced that this movie is the reason why we had Cabaret in season five of Shit's Creek. Yes, I agree with you. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. And I'm not mad about it. You know what's really cruel is that... What? Spotify has the soundtrack to score a hockey musical... It does? But you can't play it. Is it because we're not in Canada? Fuck me, it's because we're not in Canada. Perhaps? Like, license? Hey, Canada, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) It's all part of their government conspiracy with this movie, Kirstie. It's true. This, This film is literal propaganda. Literal propaganda. Literal, actual... Not interested in their opinions. Propaganda. This movie was paid for by the government of Canada. Just, it just was. so you know. And they're pushing their anti-fighting... Alright, I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is all true. The stance this movie takes is incorrect and politically charged is all I'm going to say. <laughs> wow, strong words. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh, um, um, okay. Remember how I made fun of that, uh... Oh, buddy. Remember how I made fun of that IMDb review that said something about playing Shinny with a bunch of rink rats? Yes. That came from the section of the official press kit titled Long Synopsis Through the Songs. (laughs) So they put a bad review in their press no, kit? No, the person on IMDb copy and pasted it out of the press kit. Oh! On an that's lazy. Rink, 17-year-old Farley Gordon is playing Shinny with a bunch of rink rats, including their unshaven rink, ring leader, Gump. Farley's led a sheltered life far away from the worlds of sports. <laughs> These are but weird details, also but also okay. a whiz with the puck. Also. It goes on. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, under, I should have had this up the whole time we were recapping, but under every song, it has an explanation of the plot. <laughs> so if you don't want to listen to this podcast. This is all publicly available. Like, if you Google score a hockey musical, this press kit will come up as, like, the second result. Yeah, because there's, like, no material out there. Although, like, there's a fair amount of Twitter conversation happening to this date about score hockey musical. I know, it's it's coming. It's coming. Um, one thing that is hilarious to know about this film is its context in the world, which is that it opened the Toronto Film Festival in 2010. That's, like, truly incredible. And also another example of 
the political propaganda at stake here. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, like, yeah, Canada really was, thought this was going to get them on the map, but really it's Canada, just going to get us on the map. Canada <laughs> thought something was going to happen with this film, and what they didn't know is that that something was a little podcast called Hate Watch with us being produced <laughs> out of a half-unfinished basement. Yep. A casual nine years later. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Oh my god. There's a line from one of the songs. I'm still in the press kit. And it says, Okay, I'll admit that the violence was slightly excessive, but the roar of the crowd was awfully impressive. <laughs> was it? Yeah, I guess. It was because Nelly Furtado was in the crowd. <laughs> Nelly Furtado tits out in the Coliseum. For junior league yeah. hockey. Oh, yep. yeah. Yup. I don't know if you remember, but I asked you when we watched this the first time if you had seen Spartacus, and you said no. And it was because the first thing I thought of when I saw her oh. was that character from Spartacus. Because she it's literally the same. Like, you could lay them over each other, and it would literally be the same. Where <laughs> She's, like, That's clinging incredible. on to a big shirtless guy, and she's, like, tits out for violence. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the exciting thing is that there's a small Thought Bubble Audio grouping <laughs> going to see Noah Reed in concert in a couple months. And I really want to just shout out a request to play hockey, the greatest game in the land. <laughs> oh my god. What do you think it would take? Hockey, hockey, the greatest game in the land. Like, that's a good chant. We can make it happen. Right? What if I just start running around at that concert? Are you coming to that concert? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Is there something you're not telling me? No. I just was caught off guard. shit, was I supposed to buy you a ticket? It's very stressful. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, do yourselves a favor. Search on YouTube for this movie. Watch Watch it. It's not even low quality, and it's not like YouTube's ever going to take it down. That's how little people care about this movie. Yeah. It's going to be there forever. It'll be there when you need it. I guarantee it'll make you laugh. It is... It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, you really have to listen to the songs and get those yeah. sweet, sweet melody lines. Yeah. Like, there's there's a certain je ne sais quoi to the whole thing that we're not <laughs> capturing. That's so Canadian of you. <laughs> I do what I can. Yeah, like, yeah, I have a hundred questions about... The person who came up with this whole movie and, like, where exactly in the middle of the Venn diagram they fall between, like, failed theater kid and hockey fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're they're really doing some, like, cross-cultural stuff. 
Yeah, like they certainly don't seem to have a sports background. No, no. Given the number of times that the words organized hockey were used in casual conversation in this film, and team I'm sports. gonna say no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. Oy, oy, oy. So, if you also like the team sports... <laughs> Or musical theater, or Canada. Specifically Canada, probably. Or craft dinner. Um, or craft dinner, with or without cheese. <laughs> Watch this movie, tell us what you think about it. You can find yes, us on Twitter at HateWatchWithUs, or at HateWatchWithUs.com, or HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com. And you can find all of our Thought Bubble audio friends at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, and in the little search bar on your podcast app. Please rate and review us, too, if you enjoyed this very long and detailed recap with a really high bar of professionalism. (laughs) (laughs) I know we make a lot of, like, really goofy requests when we talk about rating and reviewing us. But if henceforth you could please just rate and review us using only lyrics from Score a Hockey Musical, that would really be like a sign that I have done something good in this world. Yeah. We would sound a red alert on our Slack for that. Yeah, that would get a red alert for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so reviews. With score, a hockey musical, lyrics only, please. Thank you very much. We appreciate you. Thank greatly. you. <laughs> yeah. Podcast. All right. Podcast, well, the greatest yeah. game in the land. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that makes sense. It looks like... All three letter or all four letters, except for the R, were the same. And then someone like went into Photoshop and just selected the R, and then like pulled the corners a little bit to make it just a hair bigger. This is some compelling content. What if our whole podcast was just this? It's just analyzing fonts. Yeah. Actually, we'd probably have more listeners. Probably. Christ.